COVID-19 2020 and probably the end of 2019, we were hit by this wave of COVID-19. A lot of us were not even expecting it. Um, a lot, uh, you know, did plan for 2020, but I, I think in Zambia in March, we recorded um, our first case of COVID-19. Um, and our guest um, on this special podcast is someone that, you know, has dedicated her life uh, making sure that she disseminates information and also just helps to consolidate the efforts of the government. My guest is uh, uh, Tamara. Tamara, welcome. And um, first of all, compliments of the season. Compliments of the season gift. And thank you for having me on your program. All right, now, you have been doing remarkable works uh, in as far as um, helping the fight against COVID-19. Just run us through um, what you've been doing in the parts of Lusaka and also Central Province. Okay, so um, I work for an organization called uh, Living Water International Zambia. And so as Living Water International Zambia, we've been doing most of our activities in um, uh, Kembe constituency where our wash program uh, area is uh, based in central province. And uh, so uh, when uh, the outbreak uh, started in Zambia in March, like you've uh, rightly stated, um, there was a time that uh, the government uh, uh, gave directions that uh, there should be a lockdown and uh, a number of uh, uh, places were closed down. And uh, as an organization, we felt we are uh, an organization that is that provides safe water, that promotes uh, good hygiene. And so we felt we were uh, key workers uh, in the fight against uh, COVID. And so as an organization, even when the there was lockdown uh, when uh, people were working from home. As an office, we chose to continue uh, working because uh, uh, in most parts of the uh, Kembe wash program area where we are working, uh, communities didn't have safe water. Uh, communities, uh, most of the community members are still backwards in the issues of hygiene. And so we felt we needed to help uh, support the government in the fight uh, uh, of this disease. So we continued drilling boreholes for communities. We continued uh, disseminating information. We couldn't uh, hold uh, uh, large group meetings anymore. But what we did, we um, we spoke to uh, the district health office as well as the district council uh, to allow us to continue working. And so they allowed us to go ahead and continue disseminating information. So we mounted a public address system on one of our project vehicles. And so every day we were going around uh, communities in the five wards where we are working. We also extended to the other parts of the wards where we are not working because we felt people needed to hear this news. You know, you, you might be aware that in some places, not even community radios exist 
like in the mm. same uh, uh, Kembe, mm. there is no community radio. So the source yeah. of information was either through the health facilities or ourselves mm. uh, going around the communities, uh, uh, giving people information on uh, COVID prevention. We went to the Ministry of Health, who also gave us uh, leaflets that we managed to distribute in most parts of the uh, WASH program area. All right. So, so I'll also take you a little bit back. Um, you did make mention the issue of uh, the challenge, especially in Kembe, the challenge was mm -hmm. issues to do with water. And mm -hmm. COVID-19 itself, um, looking at the places where you operate from, I don't think most of the people would have still managed to buy hand sanitizer uh, and all those things to prevent themselves. No. So how were you uh, working with maybe the Ministry of um, Health to make sure that you uh, sensitize them? First of all, most of the messages that we were seeing on um, online or on radio here in the mm -hmm. urban areas was messages that mm -hmm. were tailored for um, the, the, urban people. the urban people. So how were, mm -hmm. how were you working in terms of making sure that you channel the right information in a language that was very simple for them to understand? Mm -hmm. So in, in, in Kembe, um, the local language that is spoken there mainly is Lenje. So we engaged uh, some church leaders and uh, some uh, word leaders. Uh, in uh, we we have a guide uh, uh, which is uh, in line with the uh, Ministry of Health and the World Health Organization, which we translate translated in the local language. So uh, this guide is the one that we, we were using to, even when we're doing the public address uh, system, we were use, uh, using local language. So we translated all the messages on COVID in local language and uh, uh, church leaders that were trained in using this guide would hold uh, small group meetings with uh, their church members and uh, share the information on COVID. And the other thing that I forgot to mention was that uh, with health facilities, uh, they have uh, envi environmental health technologies in these health centers. So we worked hand in hand with the environmental health te technologies in, uh, in, 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 in uh, educating the communities, especially at water points. What we did was uh, we encouraged all the water points where people fetch water to construct uh, hand washing stations. So um, uh, we call them tippy taps. So at the water points, there was also a tippy tap that people would use to wash their hands uh, before touching the hand pump to, to, to get water. So we did this jointly together with the uh, environmental health technologists in the various uh, uh, health centers that are found in the different wards where we are operating. We also, uh, uh, you, 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 you may be aware there are these uh, uh, big hand washing stations that were being promoted in Lusaka. Uh, as Living Water, we bought uh, these hand wash stations that we distributed to all the health facilities uh, in Chibombo uh, uh, district. And uh, yeah, so we, mm -hmm. uh, all the people that were visiting health facilities, at least they would find a hand wash station where they would wash their hands before uh, they were attended to.
And like I said, at all water points, we encouraged uh, communities to make what we call tippy taps, hand washing stations that people mm -hmm. would use to hand wash. And we also helped in uh, providing uh, uh, soap for hand washing that, uh, you know, cause not all communities would afford to buy soap, but uh, mm -hmm. time they got used also to start buying when the first uh, soaps that we bought for them ran out, they learned and they saw the importance of washing hands. So um, they, water user committees, because each water point has a water user committee. So they are now able to buy soaps regularly. When soap runs out, they are able now to, to buy soap and they've continued with the practice of hand washing before fetching right. water. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really remarkable, the work that um, you are doing. Now we've heard, we've seen reports and we've, um, the Ministry, uh, the Minister of Health, Dr. Chitari has warned the country that we might be experiencing mm -hmm. a second wave of um, mm -hmm. of COVID nineteen. What are maybe some of the plans that you have for these, uh, for instance, thirteen rural health facilities that you are working with, making sure that when the second wave uh, hits, at least you'll be ready and you know to face it head on. Yeah, so um, mainly for living water, uh, ours is to provide, uh, to ensure that there's safe water in the communities. And uh, uh, we are continuing with the promotion of uh, uh, health messages. So we, we want to continue working with the health facilities to disseminate the info information on uh, COVID uh, uh, pre uh, prevention. And um, yeah, so we we want to make sure also that uh, even the health facilities have continuously, uh, they have running water throughout. So most of the health facilities uh, apparently in the ward, in the wards where we're working uh, do have running water. So for those that don't have, we have uh, committed ourselves to helping them at least uh, maintain their uh, 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 facilities so that they always have running water. And uh, mainly ours is health promotion and right. uh, provision of safe water. So we want to continue doing this. We want to continue working with churches because we are a faith-based uh, organization, a Christian mm -hmm. organization. So uh, we believe uh, the church is also a good uh, agent of change. And so mm -hmm. We have uh, um, conducted several leadership trainings in uh, the churches uh, in, in, in the WASH program area. And uh, so in, in case there'll be uh, uh, more restrictions that the government will, will, will give, uh, will ensure that the church leaders uh, abide to these uh, uh, regulations that will be put up. So, um, People will, will make sure that people abide to the whatever uh, instructions will be given by the government. We 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 do work according to the way the government uh, instructs. So we right. basically uh, you, continue doing. Yeah, you've you've done a remark, remark, remarkable job, really, to make sure that you know you continue sensitizing. Um, the people, especially in rural areas, on the dangers of mm -hmm. COVID-19. And to such ways, obviously... You, you, 
Yeah. yeah. So to start- I, I just wanted to mention that uh, it would. Be, I don't know if you've been to any rural area, but uh, yes, I have. I've been I've been to Magoe in, in uh, southern. You know when we when we started oh, disseminating this information yeah. on COVID, people mm. didn't know anything and they didn't mm. believe that this disease exists. And uh, when you start talking about it, they would even tell you that's a disease for t- you town people. If we are going to get mm. sick, it's you town mm. people who bring this disease to us. But now they've come to to understand that. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the traveling that people uh, are engaged in, even themselves, when they come to town where they say the COVID is, they would <laughs> get it. So uh, the best uh, we've taught them is practice good hygiene, uh, uh, practice social distancing, practice uh, wearing of masks. So uh, what we did in, in the churches where we conducted trainings, uh, women, women groups started sewing, you know, uh, uh, face masks and distributing mm. to their church members. So by the time the churches were being reopened, most of the churches had already sewn face masks for their members. Okay. So it was also like a, a way of empowering the women in these communities mm-hmm. also. That's some yes. of the positive stories that we can get from, yes. from that. Yes. Now coming, coming to you, like I said, you've been doing a very uh, remarkable job. Now you you obviously be honored with the Living Water International uh, 2020 70 Leadership Award for your work mm-hmm. in as far as fighting COVID-19. How, how I mean, what does this award first of all mean to you and to to the organization? Actually, uh, I didn't expect it because. Mm. Uh, you should. I mean, you're doing a, a great job. <laughs> <laughs> it's a team. It's teamwork. It's teamwork. Yeah. I don't do it alone. For so for me, that award was for my team, because mm. as a team, we managed to do what we have managed to achieve. And so for me, that award means that I have a good team, a team that wants to see people's lives transformed. And so that is what makes me happy, that as a team, we have achieved what we managed to achieve. And oh, uh, um, it's an encouragement uh, for us to do more for the people of Zambia. Uh, um, congratulations and, uh, on the award uh, to you and obviously the you. entire team. Um, but obviously shows, get to shows um, the great leader that you are and um, the works that you have been doing uh, in, in as far as um, uh, spreading the message of COVID-19. Um, I must make mention that even us here in urban areas, not everyone is taking serious, especially now. We've seen a lot of people mm-hmm. very relaxed. Um, mm-hmm. Almost everything is um, going to how it used to be very normal and very few people are taking uh, um, practicing hygiene in wherever they that they are, but obviously, your last words to you know everyone that is listening to this conversation uh, on various platforms. What would be your message of in, of encouragement uh, in as far as COVID nineteen is concerned? Because we're in the festive season, and I'm sure there are a mm-hmm. lot of activities that you know will be happening between now and the thirty first of um, mm-hmm. December. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, what I would say to the people out there is COVID is real. And uh, 
I know we are in a time when we are so excited. Others, we are excited to celebrate the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Others are happy because it's, it's holiday time. And so they, they, they want to mingle. They want to have parties and, uh, uh, and all that. But uh, like I said, COVID is real. Let's adhere to the COVID preventive uh, prevention messages. Let's uh, mask up. Let's uh, keep the social distance that we are encouraged to do. So let's always, always wash our hands and let's avoid touching our faces unnecessarily. So mask up, maintain social distance, wash hands, wash hands all the time. I'm sure the message is loud and clear. Wash hands, wash hands, wash hands. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you, uh, Tamara Longwe. Uh, we wish you all the best in your uh, future endeavors. And we hopefully that we can still get to have a conversation with you, um, hopefully early next year, and to just get to catch up on the works that uh, you and your team um, are doing in the rural parts of Zambia. Thank you, Gift. It was a pleasure talking to you. You are welcome all right. anytime. Thank you. There you have it. So that there you have it. So that's it from us here. That's our, that was our virtual conversation, and this might be our last virtual conversation that we're having in the year 2020 with uh, on Agents of Change Foundation. You can find this conversation on our Facebook page. That's Agents of Change Foundation Zambia. You will also be able to stream it live on various uh, uh, podcast streaming platforms for me, gift member, and the entire production uh, that's behind Kelly, Catherine, Mutetelenu. It's goodbye and um, compliments of the season again. <laughs>